really know what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's super, it's super cringe. Hello, Eric Butler of TatumReport.com. How are you, good sir? Living the dream, bro. Absolutely amazing. How about is yourself? Is that really what it is? Well, you know, I got to stay positive. That's, that's a great attitude you've got there. Um, Glass half I'm full. I'm doing well, thank you. Glass is always half something. Uh, we're live on Getter, YouTube, Twitter, of course. And uh, this is on Spotify and Apple Music. Hopefully Google, if they don't hate us too much, coming up very soon. But you'll be listening to this. In your car, in your swimming pool, does anybody have underwater headphones? That'd be interesting. Leah Thomas probably does. <laughs> this is what we got a problem two, with that week two of no Leah Thomas news. Um, mm -hmm. I was hoping maybe people would be listening to this in like their self-driving Tesla or something. You could watch and listen, let the Tesla <laughs> drive, you know. Um, that's what I planned on doing. I've been planning on doing that for years now is getting a. Uh, and by years, I mean like two. I just envision myself eating a bowl of cereal while driving. Nothing too extreme, Eric. I don't know. What would you do while you were driving? Well, that's uh, that's a sunny episode, right? That we're talking about? Oh, you haven't no. seen that? It's always sunny episode where where Dennis is driving his car, eating a bowl of cereal, and then he gets rear-ended, and he tries to blame the person who rear-ended him. It's a, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to rehash the whole, the whole story, but it's pretty funny. And I would love to be eating eating a bowl of cereal in my car as well. And just very quickly, a strange thing is that um, the grocery store, <laughs> the grocery store that I'm closest to is act has actually been out of my favorite cereal for some months now. Very sad stuff. And what would that I, I be? I guess it's Putin's fault. It uh, is. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I'm going to embarrass myself if I mention the cereal. Kid, kid tricks. Cereal, no, um, uh, cocoa, the, the chocolate rice krispies. Uh, interesting. We currently have a chocolate egos at my house, <laughs> um, which is very interesting. I got to move this phone. It's in my way. I can. I put a um, this sweet arcade Pac-Man thing I have next to me. I put that oh, nice. next to me this time. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But I'm gonna put my phone somewhere else. I have this little stand. It's gotta go. It's blocking the screen, Eric. I'm afraid. Oh, well, that chair looks very comfortable though. Better than this little computer chair I got. Yes, it's it's a comfy chair. It squeaks a lot. I hope that doesn't get picked up. But the uh, the title track, Eric, today is transgendered. Of course, it had to be something. But who could have seen this coming, Eric? I'll zoom this in a bit. I think for everybody, a transgender inmate has impregnated a bunch of people, <laughs> and it reads well, like a Jerry okay, Springer two episode. People, two people. I guess that is a bunch, though. That's more. That's that's, that's... more than one. That's more than one. Yes, you're right. More than that should happen. Exclusive. We found love in a hopeless place, which, of course, is Rihanna lyrics, I believe. <laughs> Meet the trans prisoner, 27, convicted of killing her foster father and the female double murderer she impregnated. I like how we're still saying she. Who began their forbidden relationship at a New, New Jersey women's prison. Transgender prisoner Demetrius Minor. <laughs> now... Eric, you're going to have to convince me that that's not a football player's name. Is that <laughs> Demetrius 
I don't think that's how you. Is that how you spell it? Demetrius Minor. And then this person has changed to Demi, I think. National Advisor Council. Council. There's a lot of Demetrius Miners. I'm pretty okay. sure there used to be a football player of such a name. Um, so she is serving. I love when they, I read these articles, Eric, because I always make like we're talking about murderers. We're talking about, in some cases, child molesters, which is something I talked about on a live stream on Wednesday for Rebel. But they are talking about murderers and child molesters. And they're just like, well, let's not get the pronouns incorrect here, people. Yeah. We're still we're, we may be talking about a horrible person, unquestionably, but let's not get her pronouns incorrect. So she is serving 30 years um, behind bars for killing her, his foster father, killing his foster father. So they're, they're confused. They're switching <laughs> it up. And I just, I always have to give a shout out to the daily mail for the longest headlines in the, in the entire oh, yeah. media landscape. Maybe they're just writing it just for podcasts. So you can see the bullet points here. One of the pregnant women is double murderer. Latonia Bellamy will give birth early this fall. She, her cousin, and another man killed a couple as they unloaded presents from their engagement. So many wonderful people here in this story. So this woman and her cousin and another man killed a couple to steal their presents from their engagement party. And this woman was impregnated by a murderer I'm, I'm who all, killed his father. I'm already confused by this. I'm already, I'm already not really sure exactly what's happening here. What incarcerated individuals do not not yearn for a second chance of life when your teens, 20s, and 30s are withering way behind four walls, a steel door, and barbed wire gates, Bellamy wrote online. You killed a couple who was unloading their engagement party presents. As a man. Yes. No, no, that's the woman who did that. Oh. The actual see, woman. I, okay, the actual woman. All right. Okay, there we go. See, I told you I was already confused by this. And uh, that's what they want. That's that's the end goal is to make sure that you it's always chaos and you don't know what's going on. Man, woman, uh, Z, Zims or whatever. Z, and sorry. Um, we can't watch all 800 inmates every single second of the day. The New Jersey Prisons Officers Union told the Daily Mail. What you can do, Eric, is you cannot <laughs> let dudes into this women's prison. So I'm, I thought going into this, this was the story I had read. I'm not sure anymore. But one of these prisoners somewhere who identifies as a woman and is in a woman's prison impregnated two women. I'm pretty sure it's the same story. Let's see if we can get back to this. Um, let's see. Well, here. just to, to your point about how, OK, yeah, you shouldn't be letting men into the women's prison. That is 100 percent true. I mean, I think it goes without saying. But if you are so detached from reality that you do let a man into a woman's prison, you could at least watch that one prisoner. So you, you don't have to watch all 800 of them at the same time. But if you have been so detached from reality that you chose to do it, then maybe that the next step at that point is to just sort of monitor that particular prisoner. But I mean, we're so far gone. We're just floating off into, you know, fantasy land, imagination <laughs> land, whatever that they don't. And they're like, whoa, we can't bro. It's a prison. It's not like you have to, it's not like you have to watch the whole city. It's a prison. It's 800 people like keep an eye on just the one person, because unfortunately, that doesn't even sound like punishment at all. Right. Like you're a transgender prisoner. Of course, it would be better 
it goes without saying. Moving on, sorry. There is also one in England that did this who was a murderer and got to change prisons and then is now is being treated like a baby. Maybe we should get to that one in a second. But this one is, in fact, the one, um, one of the women. See, Demetrius Minor impregnated one. One of the women he impregnated is a double murderer who killed a couple as they returned home from their engagement okay. party. Happiest day of your life. And then you get murdered by this woman and two other people. The forbidden love inside the walls of Edna Mahan Correctional Facility will result in lifer Latonia Bellamy, 31, giving birth early this fall. Somebody will petition for her to be let out. It's probably going to be found love in a hopeless place. Good God. Like, why even include her stupid quote? (laughs) Oh, anything else in here? 800 inmate facility began housing transgender women, including those that have yet to undergo gender reassignment surgery last year after a lawsuit brought an inmate in an inmate in the ACLU. It now has 27 trans prisoners, Eric. Okay. So, so we're just getting started. This is the, okay. So perfect. We're going to have this for the next six or eight weeks, just like we had Leah for the last Hopefully. six or eight weeks. So 27 trans 773 women. So 27 dudes versus 700 women. What could go wrong? These guys are just like, obviously what happened here is one dude did it. And they're just like, no, they're going to beat this guy's ass for requesting this. And then they let this guy go over. And then 26 other guys were like, oh my God, they're letting us do this. Let's all start filing. And now you've got 27 trans people in a women's prison. And this is what, who... Who wants this? Is it you have to want the destruction of like society if you want this? Like, you clearly don't care about women because like, does this even need to be explained at this point, Eric? That, and, and that's that's what I'm struggling with as well, right? Like, this again, not to draw an well, it, it actually is a pretty parallel to the swimming thing, right? Like, we see it, it happens one time, and they're gonna say, well, this this is you know it's not all over the place it's not happening that much like just grow up and you know be tolerant but before you know it a couple more weeks are is going to go by and there's literally i mean that's like the one thing in a men's prison right is like the one you look you hear stories and you know maybe fact check me on this you know google it or duck duck go or whatever but you hear stories of prisoners who are able to overpower male actual male prisoners in men's prisons who are able able to overpower female guards and stuff. So this is only a matter of time. And obviously, a man being in a women's prison is, I mean, it's the next best thing to just being out. Is is the next best thing to being free, right? Like, I mean, you could is just it not take the most obvious thing, like the most obvious lie. No, it's one hundred percent. But that's the thing, right? Is you have to deny the reality at this point. That is the entire point, right? It doesn't, we know that it doesn't have anything to do with tolerance or transphobia. It's just about, and I've said this a hundred times before, it's about having control of your thoughts, right? So it, now I'm sure you, you've probably seen that viral TikTok uh, that's making the rounds last week where the the green hair says, well, yeah, you can use my pronouns, but do you actually believe it? Like th- that's that's what this is all about is to make sure that you have like they have control of your thoughts, because like I said, once you can convince a certain 
percentage of the population that this is real, you can control anything they do. Like you could tell them, oh, the cure for the virus is at the bottom of the East River. You better hop off. You know what I mean? Like they're going to believe anything at that point. You have full control. And that's why to, to us, it's it's painfully obvious. It doesn't even really need to be discussed, but they're they're going to they're going to beat it into your head anyways and convince you that you are, in fact, a bigot or a transphobe or this or that if you don't believe it. And this is the most basic surface level. This isn't uh, this isn't about, you know, a, a, a gay neighborhood in San Francisco or a trans bar or a drag queen bar in any of these big cities. This is like the most concrete like proof that biology still exists and they want you to think otherwise. It's crazy. Well, I don't get how this is to me, this is the most <laughs> obvious and there he is there. I wanted, didn't want to even show that yet. What it, we're, <laughs> we're talking about people in a, a penitentiary because we got murderers and uh, violent premeditated murder probably is what the other one was. I don't know exactly, but we've got one murderer impregnated another murderer and <laughs> we are, it's, and it's the most obvious situation. We're taking the worst people society has, or at least one of the worst types of people. And we're believing them when they've made no effort to actually change their gender and go with their claims. So we're literally just believing them no matter what they say. And p places like the daily mail are still saying she, Yes. And why? Because if they don't, somebody in the UK is probably going to say this publication isn't adhering to gender pronouns. And without anybody reading into the story, they'll be like, OK, yeah, that's true. And this is the person to me. Kind of like Philip Anderson. Remember him? Sorry. No, no shade. Don't. But don't all remember. he's done is put on eyeshadow and calls himself Debbie now. And now and what's up with the hair? So he's got like a, a that can't be real. That's got to be he some probably sort of just had. They have the pictures of him before. Um, this was the woman he impregnated, killed two people. Those are the people he they killed. Oh, jeez. Um, this is the guy before. So he just <laughs> grew his hair a little bit longer, put it in a ponytail, and now he's a woman. Now he doesn't have to face any of the violence that the other men in the other prison do. Now he gets to sleep with women, impregnating two of them. And we're still going to use his pro preferred pronouns, which he probably doesn't even have a preference for. They probably gave him a form. What do you identify as? What are your pronouns? And off to the female prison we go. And and all he had to do was put on some eyeshadow. That's true. That's all he. Had to do. Maybe that's the way out for all of us, Eric. Maybe that's what we got to do. Start going with eyeshadow. Um, enough of that. Uh, well, just the next. Just oh, really quick. Really quickly, and I should. Well, I just should have sent you this article, but things are happening so fast. But there's one from <laughs> the New York Post. Trans doctor who helped teens transition says it's gone too far now. Have you seen that? No, tell us about it. I'll bring it up. Trans well, it, doctor. Yeah. So a, it looks like a 71-year-old doctor who is transgender herself told the Los Angeles Times that she is horrified that even 13-year-old kids are now getting hormone treatment without even meeting with psychologists. So, yeah. Um, this is just so bizarre. It's like you literally helped usher this in, and now you're saying, oh, it's gotten out of my control. Um, and it this is, this is part of it, right? Like saying that it's gotten out of control would be an understatement when you're talking about sending men, I mean – 
uh, transgender women, excuse, excuse me there, Susan, or I don't even know who owns Twitter anymore. I don't know what we can say or what we can't say, but you literally helped usher this in and then you, okay. (laughs) Saudi Arabia, which is true. And they will, they also have paid off Jared Kushner, but that's a different story. Um, you helped usher this in. And now you're saying, whoa, it's gone too far. It's like, what did you what did you think was gonna happen, bro? I mean, ma'am, or whatever. Like, don't, 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 don't pretend like, oh, well, I didn't want it to be like this. It's like you literally you were helping teenagers, and now when once all the teens have transitioned, and now you got the prisoners in there, you know, impregnating women. It was the these these are the these these are the slippery slope arguments that conservatives and whatever get get bashed for saying all the time we're watching it happen in front of our eyes and and they're still just denying it so i just thought that was sort of related right i mean this for sure her saying I'd it's like gone to too far some of it is is the yeah yeah take take a look at some of it i i haven't even dug too deep into it i just found it a, you know an hour ago transgender psychologist who has helped hundreds of teens transition has warned that it has gone too far and fears many are making life-changing decisions because it's trendy and pushed on social media. Who could have told you this? Maybe everyone, like <laughs> five years ago, Erica Anderson, who is transgender herself. So, of course, a person who is transgender, not even of course, I won't even generalize that, but isn't it weird that a person who's transgender wants other people to be transgender and maybe that's not even weird it's weird that people would trust this person to be unbiased if i am a basketball coach and you put me as a guidance counselor for a bunch of kids who wants to, I, i'm a, here's 20 kids who are very athletic basketball coach you tell them which is the best sport for them to get into <laughs> and then, whoa, what a surprise, 15 out of them become basketball players or at least come to my basketball camp. That's the same. I know it's exaggerated, but it's the same logic. If you were to take a engineering professor or something and give him a bunch of science science students, I wonder what program they're going to end up in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody is above this. They'd have to have such a good track record of being above bias, which we all know that j- most judges can't even be trusted to do anymore. We can't Correct. even trust... J- judges to be unbiased for the most part maybe it's always been that way we don't know but to say hey old trans lady slash guy slash whichever you've translated uh translated to <laughs> we trust you so much that we're gonna let you tell kids whether or not they should be trans and and what a surprise he or she failed we'll just go with erica anderson failed and is now horrified sometimes the 13 year olds are doing it or are you horrified you know, there's a reason why, like, you can't go to 13-year-olds for the Olympics because China would do that. 14, I believe, is the lowest you can get for an Olympic athletes. If you lower the age to 10, China's going to be like, oh, 10-year-olds can be better gymnasts. They could stay on the beams for longer. They're smaller. <laughs> or 15-year-olds can be jockeys if we allow them. They're smaller. You know what I mean? There's going to be somebody who takes advantage of the system. And to put this much trust in people is just incredibly insane, especially when it is a trendy thing. And just like you're putting trust in murderers in prison to tell you their proper gender and gender pronouns, you're trusting an old person who has been transitioning people. And now after they've been doing it, now they're saying it's too far. Yes. I I don't even know how to explain that to people. No, it's absolutely bizarre. And it's... um... Yeah, okay, so she's worried about the 13-year-olds. 
And it's also mm-hmm. funny because there's a meme floating around also about, uh, well, yeah, I mean, we can trust a first grader to pick their to pick their gender, but we can't trust an 18 year old to make uh, to make a wise decision about a college loan. Right. So that yeah. was predat- that was predatory, you know, telling people that they're not going to be able to get a job if they don't, you know, go into debt a hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is at 18 17 or 18 years old that they can't be trusted to make that decision they can't be trusted to drink booze get tattoos all of that stuff but when you're in first grade you can totally choose your gender and now this 70 year old woman man the person is is surprised by it and it's like okay I, i guess i mean they make a good point at the beginning, like it's gone too far. I think we can all agree on that. But it's like, yeah, we said that basically, you know, maybe not 10 years ago, but close to it. I mean, I don't know when this start, you know, around the advent of Twitter, actually, 2012, when it, Twitter really started popping. I think that's when we first really started to see it. And then, of course, it ramped up in the Trump years because it was just a way to, you know, to to blame Donald Trump for being hateful or something, whatever, but it's, it's insane. And to, to, I guess, I I guess better late than never, but it just feels kind of empty. Like, Oh, this is crazy. Yeah, bro. It's been crazy since the beginning. And we told you that, and we saw, we all saw it coming and you pretended that we were uh, homophobes or whatever is, it's, it's, it's (laughs) very confusing. And just like with the first story, that is the point. They want to make sure that it's total chaos. So, and uh, also with the chaos is that they can change the rules as they go, right? So, you know, we can always move, we can, like, I mean, take Caitlyn Jenner, for instance. They don't like Caitlyn Jenner because Caitlyn Jenner admitted that she voted for Donald Trump. So the rules are going to change in that instance. I, I can't, I don't know where Blair White, like how how the trans communities, you know, what they think about Blair White, but I assume it's not, it's not great, right? And then, and then you also have a handful of these people that detransition and they get they get ostracized. I mean, they get called all the worst names in the book when they realize, oh, whoa, this didn't really make sense. I probably shouldn't have done that. And then the trans community is like, well, these people are are liars. And and they, it's like, dude, of course you they prey on the chaos, they prey on little children, and now you have grown adult prisoners preying on female prisoners. Now I Apparently, this was a consensual thing, which I'm sure the ladies in there get a little uh, hot and bothered as well. So it might be nice to see love it. in a hopeless place, Erica. Of course. Of if course. you shout can't out, shout out Rihanna, can't, uh, believe in their love based on Rihanna lyrics, then like these are, <laughs> these are people that are just like these people are literally going to believe whatever we tell them. So I'll just quote Rihanna and people will give us points. But to your point about. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, about not making it legal for children to drink or vote or drive cars. That's going to come right now. They don't want to do it because I think they probably know that it affects them. The driving part and you can't have people drink children drinking all over the place and the parents could still control that. But as soon as they lower the voting age to 16, which is what they want to do. Next comes the age of consent. One of those two will be the first ones they want. They'll want the age of consent lowered and the voting age lowered, probably both to 16 in the U.S. Um, Which is weird. The other stuff you can drive when you're 13. You can vote when you're 13. You can drink when you're 13. And then they'll say, oh, we're sending you to war as well. Uh, We're drafting you 
to send you to these wars as well. As long as it doesn't directly affect them, then they don't care. That's that's the point here. They're happy. It's gotten to this point where nobody cares about their own country, and I'm talking about elitists in the form of Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau and stuff. They don't care about their own country. They've transcended this with the World Economic Forum. This is just a bunch of companies and figureheads that can basically go anywhere and do anything they want. So as soon as Justin Trudeau said, I have had enough, or he's voted out in some manner, then he's going to go off and he's going to live wherever he wants because he's done his time. It's the same as a soldier doing their time and they get a um, a pension. Or somebody who worked at a, a GM for 20 years and they get this golden parachute, is called in Canada. I don't know if you guys have that there, but people um, who worked at GM for a long time here got what's called a golden parachute, which is full pension, full health coverage for the rest of their lives, car vouchers and everything every couple of years. Um, yeah, my uncle used to so, work for GM, actually. Well, I come from a city which the GM plant was, like, basically built the town, Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, it's called, shout out. And that's where so many people's families uh, started. And that's where, like, the city basically popped up is by being a car place. Um, so these people got these golden parachutes, and that's what I imagine these world leaders will have. Listen, it, they don't even have to be directly be paid by the World Economic Forum or anything like that. As long as they're in power, they use that to get hundreds of millions of dollars. Look at the Clintons. Look at Pelosi with their vineyards. Look at the Obamas. They get all these contracts. It's just all about... I mean, even Jared Kushner. Even, even Jared Kushner, who six months removed from his position in the White House, banks uh, inks a $2 billion deal with the Saudi crown prince. So it's happening all over the place. And before we move on from this, because I feel like we've, of course, we go so hard on, on this topic, but I feel like it's sort of inversed, right? When you say, okay, well, they want to lower the, the voting age and lower all the ages of consent and stuff, which is 100% true, but it's sort of inversed because I feel like as we move on, you know, 30 is the new 20. So people are like, People may or may not be living longer. I'm not sure. You could talk about Rona and stuff. But, you know, my grandparents were married with three kids at 21. You know what I mean? But now kids don't even think about getting married until probably 25. And that's like still kind of early, like like fair, considered fairly early these days, I feel like. So it's it's weird how we're pretending that people are more responsible at a younger age. Meanwhile, you know, at my age, I'm not married. You know what I mean? So it's like something's happening and it's like it's and again just to bring a full circle it's just to create more chaos and of course if you have you know uh more chill children running around without families and stuff it's just it's that way they can just say well we're going to control it we're going to give you what you need and the more chaos the more control that they that they can get in my mind there's only like i don't know we can name the states on two hands or less how many places I'd be willing to live if I was to leave right now that I believe will have some sort of semblance of freedom and it's all U.S. states and I don't know the clock's ticking something has to happen I guess but we spent 30 minutes on trans people again <laughs> um just called the trans cast we've got Elon Musk now I don't know how much you've been following this Eric but basically what happened is um <clears throat> Elon of course bought his shares became the biggest shareholder and then he offered Twitter a whole bunch of money. This giant evaluation over what the company is worth. Uh, Saudi yes, Arabian company. 
Didn't he Go offer ahead. like more? Didn't he offer like ten dollars over the sh what the sh the share price was trading at? So it was trading around like forty five dollars, and he offered fifty four, so nine dollars above what it was trading at at the time of the offer, I believe. So that's per share. So which, of course, when you have tons of shares, it's way more money than it's worth. Um, forty five to fifty five is what like twenty percent more or something. So he offers them some huge offers them this huge evaluation. Saudi Arabian company says no. And the rest of the big shareholders say, no, okay, you've rejected this big evaluation. Maybe you want to keep your shares. Okay, fine. But then that company Vanguard, who of course is involved with everything, just like uh, Blackstock is involved with everything. Blackrock. Um, Black I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Blackrock's involved with everything. Just go look up their key people on their Wikipedia. It's very fun. And uh, they come in and they buy more shares at the original price so that they now own more than Elon Musk. So, of course, the right away, you're just like, uh, what's going on here? You reject money from Elon for way more, but then you give more stocks to the other people at the original price, which is exactly quite insane from a monetary standpoint. It has to be ideologically based. Then they go and do this other thing called uh, poison pilling themselves, and because Elon wanted to stage a hostile takeover, and I only learned this from, I don't even remember which show I learned it from, but a hostile takeover is when all the minority shareholders get together, and if they have more than the majority shareholder, they'll overtake the company and kick them out, basically. I think I actually learned it from an old Michael J. Fox movie, where he's like a 20-something-year-old in, uh, <laughs> in Wall Street. Anyways... So they dilute, basically they dilute their shares and make them worth way less so that their own people can buy more, thus pricing, uh, not pricing Elon out, but making it so he can't possibly buy enough shares to take over, if I'm understanding that right. The poison pill is when they make their company worth less so they can sell more shares so they can make it so Elon can't you know control all these different shares. There'd be too many people involved for him to be able to get them. And the, it allows the original people to buy in at a reduced price and get more shares. So it's this really insane thing. And I know I'm not, neither of us are big stock guys. I know I'm not explaining it well, but the Coles Notes version is they rejected this big offer from Elon only to let another group who already owns stock come in at the original price and buy more. Then they made their company worth less in order to stop Elon from taking over. Reject more money, allow it to be bought at original price, then make yourself lose money is truly an insane strategy unless you're afraid of what I say, Eric, is being afraid of free speech, which seems to be what they're doing. And all these articles come out and say how bad free speech is and how Elon's version of free speech is terrible. And we've got him sitting there. Now, you don't have to believe that Elon Musk is a patron saint of anything. I mean, he's going to make he goes and tells people about how bad fossil fuels are probably just to help his company. I mean, he he moves uh, across the country and he's building this giant factory. Nobody cares about workers' rights when that comes in. So, like, he's still, like, a political guy. He's still a billionaire. But when the establishment says, we will not accept your much larger evaluation in exchange for stopping you from making Twitter <laughs> more free and more fair, that's when I think everybody steps in who's sort of, like, on our side of the thinking aisle, says that's a red flag when these powers that be don't want you to obtain something. It's probably to protect their own power. And I'd like to ask you, Eric, what do you think it is that they're protecting here? Yeah. So 
clearly it's not about money. They would much rather have the control of of the the dialogue, right? So they don't care about money. They're going to get their money from whatever entity that they truly are serving, whether it's the the World Economic Forum people or the Clintons or Obama. I don't know who knows who it is, but clearly that is far more important to them. They could not care any. They could not care any less about the billions of dollars they're going to lose because the control is more valuable. And we saw it with you know. Uh, people, you know, being banned for posting the lap, the Hunter Biden laptop story and, and Zuby getting kicked off for saying, okay, dude, that is far more important to them. So that's what they want. And it's also a little strange that we've heard about how much we have to get off the fossil fuels and, and you got to eat the bugs and all that stuff. And the guy who's literally, his, his name is like synonymous, right? Is that the right word? His name is basically electric car. They don't want him to do it. It's like, you guys have been telling us that we have to stop using gas. Gas prices are through the roof. Pete Buttigieg says, well, why don't you just buy an electric car? And then when the electric car comes, the electric car man comes in and says, I want to make this platform more free. They say, no, that's evil. It's like, well, and I get it. It's two different things, right? It's not like this has really nothing to do with Tesla, but it's like, you should, I mean, don't you guys, don't you like this guy? I mean, he was, the, the electric cars are what you've been pushing for a decade now. So I don't see how these things are so far removed. It's, but it's just that they cannot stand the idea of somebody. I mean, these are also the same people who will tell you, oh, build your own. So go build parlor, go build gab. And then we're just going to ban it from the app store anyway. So this is that playing out and it's, in its logical conclusion, as far as I'm concerned, they don't care about money. I mean, they do, but it's not the end goal. The end goal is to control your thoughts. And they can't do that with a guy like Elon. Say what you will about him and the brain chips and the, uh, you know, the, the weird, what he named his son after a, a password or whatever. Um, all that aside, if Elon is simply saying, well, we think we think this should be more free. And then you got they, they all freak out. Uh, Max Boot, I think, no, notably, I, do, I forget, does Mac, Max Boot work for the Washington Compost or the New York Live? I, so. I, I forget. But like, oh, no, protecting democracy. And that's just an old buzzword. That's an old like Hillary Clinton thing. Like we must protect democracy. And, you know, it's like, come on, guys, we can see we're all not quite as stupid as they think we are. And this is showing, this is, this is sort of revealing that it's like, well, we need, we need to have control of this regardless of how much it costs. And last thing here is it shouldn't cost whatever $80 billion or $90 billion for people to be able to speak freely. That should be, that it quite literally should be free, but this is where we've come. It's disgusting. Well, it's quite interesting, and I want to read here the Washington Post. You know, of course, this always happens, Eric, when they're an just like you said, they're anti-gas car until the electric car guy says he wants freedom of speech, and it's like the Washington Post, who you sh who normally it makes sense, you would be like, of course they're going to be for big business, but of course they always position themselves as you know the little guy. We're standing up for black rights and everything and gay rights, but they say here. <laughs> The mechanism known as the poison pill has a simple intention to make it less palatable for a potential buyer 
to pursue the target company if the buyer accumulates shares above a certain threshold. In Twitter's case, case Mr. Musk bought more than 15% of the company. Twitter would flood the market with new stock that all shareholders except Musk could buy at a discounted price. And they call it like the tried and tested corporate defense mechanism invented in the 1980s. So now that the Washington Post is, you know, well, oh, this, this is, is times, just a, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, excuse me. New York Times. Same, same um, diff. Same. Basically. Um, j- just this corporate newspaper just being like, see how great it is that the, the Twitter is standing up for himself using this 1980s tried and true theory of, you know, manipulating the market. And it's weird how everything is just allowed in the stock exchange in the stock markets. There's no rules at all. It seems like nobody's punished for, and there's no regulations against being extremely slimy, which I guess is freedom, but nobody else can get away with that. If you're just like, I'm going to ruin this company before I sell it to you. I'm pretty sure you could take that person to court. <laughs> yeah. And um, isn't there some sort of like, uh, what are they calling a uh, fiduciary duty? So uh, some of the board members. Yeah. Once you the- sold it. Right, right. So, but didn't they have a duty to this to the shareholders to say, "You guys stand to make X amount of dollars if we make this deal with Elon"? And as I understand it, they didn't quite do that. I could be wrong, but they just said they said no. They didn't say, "Let's yeah, take but, this to the stockholders and see what they think." They said, "No, we're not doing it because the Saudi they, guy doesn't want to." If I'm playing devil's advocate here, wouldn't I say that the powers that be went to the other powers that be and said, "Listen, this, we have to do this. Keep Elon out." And uh, if we don't keep them out, then you guys are going to lose what they're going to lose. I don't know Would they Twitter would probably make more money if it allowed, you know, election advertising, which it doesn't allow anymore. If it allowed right wing people to be on there, you'd certainly have more user engagement instead of losing like five million here to Getter, five million here to Truth Social, other people going elsewhere, Gab, Parler, what, do you, what have you. You'd probably make more money with it being the more popular platform. But again, just like we saw in the adpocalypses for YouTube, the machine trademark uh, patent pending is willing to take the hits of a few billion because it doesn't affect their bottom line as much in order to keep their power. So if you ask Hillary Clinton, would you rather have this 200,000 speaking fee or would you rather beat Donald Trump? She'll probably take beating Trump other than getting, you know, all this money for a decade, which she's going to get anyways, because, you know, she's just got so much good stuff to say here. So yeah. <laughs> is there hope for Elon? He says there's a plan B. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's buy it anyways. But I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know what man. we're going for you. Is this just another distraction? Is he part of the thing? That uh, That's that- that's also quite possible. Who really knows? Um, but it's also strange, too, that if I recall correctly, I read somewhere, go ahead and fact check it, that uh, you know, some of the biggest names on Twitter haven't used it in months, if not years. Uh, maybe uh, Justin Bieber or uh, Lady Gaga yeah, or something. Elon's I don't know. Some... You said that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like n- nobody even cares about Twitter anymore. I think uh, Instagram is probably the most what, or maybe uh, I don't know what the like most popular social media is anymore. Um, but it's like, guys. People aren't using this. You've kicked you've kicked off all these people. And, and, and it's similar to what we saw with uh, the Trump interview on YouTube, right? It's like this video that get that gets uh, 5 million views in what, 24, maybe 48 hours. They would rather 
not have those viewers on the platform. They would rather not mm -hmm. run those ads than let Donald Trump speak for 25 minutes. Like that's insane. But that just shows you that this has nothing to do with money. It is purely about control. And it's um, it's it's creepy, dude. It's 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 super creepy. And we still to this day on Instagram, like I get I feel like sometimes every now and then they'll forget to put like a an Orwellian notice at the bottom of like a post like, uh, you know, you still can't you can't talk about the, the shot without, you know, well, click here for the truth. Click here for the for the uh, establishment approved narrative, which I saw one uh, just the other day on a video I was watching about the Great Reset, of course, which doesn't exist. It's totally a fallacy. It's not real. Um, but I was watching just some random some random auto, you know, autoplay video on YouTube. And this guy was talking about people who are living out on the countryside during the Great Reset. And it had this big notice at the bottom, like context, uh, go to Wikipedia to read about the Great Reset, because this guy, like, don't you dare discuss this without uh, us chiming in. And that's that's what you know, that's effectively what Twitter is doing. It's like, no, you're not going to be able to discuss these things without us. You're not going to be able to discuss these these things freely because um, you might you might you might get to somebody who is still living under our thumb you might reach somebody who is still buying all of our propaganda and we just can't take that risk right now so it's super creepy the because they also mm -hmm. uh, well they're, they're kind of under the impression that of course these platforms do make it very easy to communicate with people on the other side of the world but i kind of think that they're using their 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 theory is that people don't talk in person like, I mean, they can't butt in if I go knock on my neighbor's door and say, what do you think about the Great Reset? What do you think about Elon buying Twitter? They can't come in and say, stop there. We're going to give you some context. So I think this is a, a losing effort. And in the grand scheme, unfortunately, for the and this is this is them in their in their death throes, right? Like this is them lashing out as it all comes crumbling down. So I think, uh, again, glass half full, this will play out in a, in a way that Either the the Twitter will just go by the wayside as it's been declining steadily since they got rid of Trump. Uh, so either it'll come back and it might be some sort of free speech platform or it'll just die completely and it'll end up like MySpace or Friendster or any of these other early uh, platforms. Bring back MySpace, as everybody says. One of the crazier rules that YouTube has is they can still advertise on your videos without paying you. So it's like, we'll accept your work, but we don't have to pay you for it, but we'll also make money off of it. So the demonetization as of like, I think a year or two ago, no longer means that they're not going to make money off of you. They're still going to make money off of your viewership, but I mean, without giving it. it. Yeah. Which is a form of like, I, that has to be labor laws. Can't just go volunteer for a grocery store i don't think and have them not pay you you know what i mean i don't know i'm not a lawyer just play one on tv in articles that will surely upset eric i've got i pulled this one out yelp expands employee benefits to cover costs of abortions which of course is super necessary i don't understand it from what i understand in um the united states birth control is not expensive because it's a publicly you know, priced thing with different companies that manufacture it. Whereas here it's covered under healthcare communist style, but, um, Yelp, which employs more than 4,000 employees 
in the United States and 200 in Texas says that the benefit will extend to workers in other states with restricted abortion access. Not dentist, dental care, not vision care, not, um, you know, physical therapy. But we've gotten to this point where some people are so far off the board that abortion is just like a regular thing to them. And whether you agree with the idea of it or not, well, let's just say you do agree with it. It's still weird. It's still weird that you're just like, have as many abortions as you want. Uh, we'll cover it for you. Like this is an, a, this is a high priority for us to pay for your abortions. Like it's still so weird. It's not something that like they've, they've turned it into. And by they, I mean, you know, corporate media and people like Yelp. I, I know what speak. they is. I definitely know what they, <laughs> as DJ, as DJ Khaled would say, they don't want you to, you know, they don't want you to succeed. Like that's, that is they bro. And they, they are just. They'll cover the around cost for its workers who must travel out of state to access abortion services. <laughs> Whatever happened to across state lines, Eric, he traveled across state lines. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever under the new policy. And this is written by Ian Miles Chong for rebel news. Yelp employees can submit travel receipts to their health insurance company for reimbursement. So no one else at Yelp is ever going to know who is accessing this, how or when. It's But like, what if I want to do something like religious based? Are you going to pay for that? This is purely ideologically based. But they've gone to this point where it's like, it's just basic health care. And whether yeah. you believe it to be murder or not, it's still weird that you care about this so much. Just like it's weird that you really want to teach five to eight year old about gender ideology and about sexual preference. It's weird. It's never not going to be weird. And just calling people transphobes or people who are against women's rights. It's never going to work. It's never going to work with half of people. The only people it works with is the women who support it and the men who like those women. And the sooner Eric, people start to understand that a lot of these guys that support these things are doing it because they like the women who support it. Then they're going to start seeing through it because when girls know a guy is creeping on them, the alarms get set off, right? Uh, stay away from me alarms. And we see it time and time again, whether it's tech companies or uh, vice or these types of companies, allegedly the people <laughs> who are most uh, vehemently pro, you know, feminism, modern feminism and fat fucking loving shit. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, but the guys who do this, they always ending up end up being the guys who are arrested for sexual harassment. These companies have huge sexual harassment problems. And just like the, the trans transgender story time, people end up being criminals some of the time. It's like the writing is on the wall, Eric. When you let the transgender prisoner into the women's prison, of course, he's going to start sleeping with the women because we're just at the stage of believe everybody for everything. Nobody's bad. Nothing Nobody's a loser. Nobody has ever lost anything. No opinion is wrong. Nobody would ever lie for anything. So the common man and common woman. Well, some opinions are with... wrong. They, they exactly let us know that for sure. Oh, they, they tell not... us the ones that are wrong is what you mean. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, ours so like the common man and woman have to deal with all the fallout from, you know, letting an eight year old become transgender or a man going into women's prison. But as long as the people at the top don't have to deal with that stuff then it's never going to be a problem. They're going to say, what, are you a transphobe? Or are you, it's all these little distractions to make you, you know, not question anybody's power. And in this case, we've got Yelp saying, you know, abortion so vital to a person's health care, we'll pay for you to go to a different state. It's just like, where are your priorities at? And 
who are the people in the boardroom saying, yes, this is the top priority. This is what our people at Yelp want, even though that's got to be um, 200 people out of 4,000 that may or may not require an abortion. You have to do the statistics there. How many of those 200 people are women? How many of them plan on having children? How many of them gotten pregnant? And how many of them have actually seek an abortion? So you have to go through all these factors. And this 1%, let's say, are now deciding this this is what the company is going to pay for instead of, you know, like dental and, uh, and transportation. And maybe they do, maybe I'm wrong, but I highly doubt that. But here's the thing to, to sort of bring it a little bit full circle. They want the chaos, right? So that's why, uh, you know, well, of course a man can have a baby, of course. <laughs> so, you know, like, so, so that way the rules are so fluid, they can always change to the point where you never you you can literally never nail them down they're just going to weasel out from under it and say well well you know it's it's a case by case basis i mean like uh justice brown jackson says she doesn't know what a woman is but i mean it was 3 years ago or maybe 4 years ago that we had everything from believe all women me too times up i'm with her pussy hats all over the place it was all about women you fast forward 4 years saying that we don't know what a woman is now fits our fits into our weaselly little reasoning our mental gymnastics so yelp is going to do i think they might be based in san francisco actually if i recall correctly so that makes total sense um for them to just it's a virtue signal right like so on top of on top of the weird political thing so they can send shots at florida and they can send shots at alabama or georgia these states that are doing that are um texas that are uh, implementing these laws, they can say, "No, we're super woke. We're, uh, we're we're a California, you know, based company. So those bigots, we're not going to let them win this round." But on top of that, they can also, of course, maintain the chaotic, nothing is real, uh, you know, just listen to us, um, you know, line of thinking. So it, this, these actually, these sort of these sort of policies actually i mean make total sense right i mean they, at least they follow their bizarre logic to its rightful conclusion right so just like when when we see the uh the old lady who says this has gone too far i mean this is the logical conclusion of what you were what you were promoting so i guess maybe they get like a fraction of a percent credit for at least following through on the insanity that they started but but again we can go we can you know in another year it, who knows like literally who knows and that's the whole point is like just just make sure that just make sure that in, in, in its most basic form and this really goes without saying but just make sure that whatever we say right now is the is the right thing you can run the clips of obama from 06 or whatever talking about border security same thing with hillary clinton but those things have all gone out the window now so i, I mean it's just they have to be in opposition to somebody for some weird reason. And fortunately, I think all signs are pointing to them. This is if you want to use the, this is if you believe that our voting systems are authentic and genuine, then they're looking at, I think, as as even M MSNBC or maybe Chuck Todd, I think, said they're they're headed for a shellacking. Now, I'm not confident that 
uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get us banned, but I'm not confident that the systems we are using are legit. I just don't, I don't see it. I think there's, there's a little too much foul play going on, but if you were to take like a real poll and actually let people legitimately vote, not all the illegals that just hopped over the fence that you say don't need an ID, not, I mean, you just don't have enough people, bro. There's not enough people in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. There's not enough people in uh, the Mission District in San Francisco to to push forward these things. I mean, you got people, you have Asian communities in San Francisco who are rallying against Chesa Boudin now. So the point I'm trying to make is this, this is the logical conclusion of their madness. And if we're lucky, the voting systems are legit and, and a lot is going to change here in November. And I guess that's not really, doesn't really affect Yelp at all, but it's like all they're doing is virtue signaling to Texas and Florida and, and Republican governors that we love abortion and, and women should be able to, uh, you know, you know, bend the kid whenever they need to. And of course, we're not going to talk about the, the dad because dads don't really, they're not really necessary. And in fact, you know, a dad, a dad, dad can actually give birth to so whatever we say goes throw it at the wall hopefully it sticks and hopefully more likely it gets rejected by voters all over the country i think knock on wood we're in a six <laughs> we're in a we're in a stick sick place here now and it's like we've disillusioned ourselves for so long i think six years now we can always go back to 2016 with trump where you know, everything gets thrown out the window as long as we stop people. It, it used to be Trump as long as we stop Orange Man because Orange Man bad. But now it's as long as we stop people from telling the truth, nobody can stop in our way. And they'll and, just call and, it Trumpism, right? Like that's kind of like they'll even though Trump's gone, they'll to somebody who is dissenting from that opinion, they'll they'll call it Trumpism or or white nationalism or whatever. So it's all the same thing, and they just need to have a scapegoat because if you don't believe them, you are you are a dangerous person. This is something else you sent me. Parents dressed uh, dressed as Easter Bunny hands out condoms at Texas Elementary School, which is like this is why when I was talking about earlier about the amount of states you can say or places where you want to go, Texas is like one of the fleet. Everybody's there, but it's one of the politically fleeting ones. And I, although I do think we tend to forget how close Florida was in the last election and how close DeSantis's race was, didn't DeSantis go against that guy who had the orgy? Yes. With uh, gay hookers. Andrew Gillum. Yes. Andrew Gillum. Right, yes. right. So a parent dresses the Easter Bunny, handed out condoms to elementary school students Friday in Austin, Texas. Of course it's Austin, but... But why? Even if we take the best case scenario here, and this is a person who just wants to, the children to practice safe sex, think of the visual of, I'm handing out condoms to students. like this Dressed is, as the Easter Bunny. What's wrong with these people, Eric? In a letter to parents to, uh, Thursday, Gwillette, hard for me not to pronounce it in French here, as a <laughs> Frenchman in Canada. Gullet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Down under Gullet Elementary. <laughs> uh, Tammy Thompson insisted that the school play no role in the event. This afternoon during dismissal, a Gullet parent visited campus dresses an Easter bunny and handed out plastic eggs. Some of those eggs contained candy. And some students were given unopened condoms. Um, surely, surely 
children who got condoms and not candy were disappointed because be like, what the hell is this? Please know that this was not a planned event nor sanctioned by the school. And we have spoken to the parent about the inappropriate nature. How about going to like jail for a few days or getting fined or having to do community service? I hope like, isn't there something called like lewd behavior? And this is exactly when it's supposed to be there. An unnamed parent complied with a request to leave school and we're not naming them. Like you are banned from the school. You cannot be near the school ever again. You're going to get 40 hours of community service of picking up garbage. And you're going to write a letter to apology to each parent whose child received a condom instead of a goddamn chocolate egg, which is what we all want, Eric, even as adults. What kind of sick world are we living in? Even in Texas, Eric, but I know Austin's supposed to be like the weird place, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the San Francisco of Texas, I guess. So therefore, you want to move there? I, I've been there. I've actually been there. I mean, just for um, you know, a music festival, South by Southwest, which was incredibly South by it, Southwest. Yeah, uh, where I saw Future, who I know you don't like, and we still haven't, uh, still haven't settled <laughs> you know, that. Why he came up when I was in a when I was getting my haircut, whenever that was last week or the week before. Future was playing, and shout out, um, what was his name? He's a cool guy. The guy cutting my hair. I'm going to go back to him, Jordan. Jordan from, I won't say the place because they'll get banned, possibly. <laughs> guy gives white supremacist haircut. <laughs> black guy. <laughs> black guy and white guy get along too well while giving haircut. Didn't know about white supremacist views. <laughs> um, that's the title on Canada Land or something. So Future was on, and I was just like, is it just me or does Future sound the same every single time? And he was just like, I think Future just ran out of things to say, is what this guy, the guy cutting my hair said. He just, he said too much. He doesn't know what to say anymore. And then we talked about that uh, hip hop evolution documentary for a while. So needless to say, if you're talking, and he didn't, he didn't care for masks either. He said people still come in with masks and uh, he doesn't know why, because he's touching their head. So that doesn't make sense to him. And I'm like, all right, we're talking about rap. We're talking about being anti-mask. Um... I think I'm in love. Bigots. You guys are bigots. Um, it's true. Yeah. The uh, Okay. Uh, to, to that point, just really quick on future. Yes, I, I will agree that he's probably run out of some things to say. And <laughs> and, and that's why I will admit that I, I don't know what he's up to now. Like, I'm not checking for like the new. I don't know if he's got a single out now. But, but in, in 2016, it, it was future was doing I believe he says well. he's working on the weekends like usual yes. no that's great that's drake everybody yeah, that, well they're, they're um i think we're out of time eric all right did we we spent too much time on the on the uh transform trans thing as yeah. usual so eric back writing for tatumreport.com doing more content on their page he's very proud drunken eric prophecies have come true look at his follower account at report no pine increase uh my latest episode of andrew says on rebelnews.com is with dave rubin and yes i did ask him about the surrogate surrogacy thing but you'll have to sign up to rebel news plus to watch that portion of it eric was Butler. It nine nine dollars a month what is it it's actually eight dollars a month and it's only six dollars a month if you pay for the whole year but i'm glad the propaganda is getting through to you um <laughs> ever since this guy we, i was at an event and this guy came up to me and he said, Andrew, do you remember me? And I was like, no. And um, he's like, I'm the delivery guy. And I was like, oh, right. He was a guy who gave us DoorDash one time at our office. And he just loved like meeting the people from Rebel News. Don't tell anybody where our office is, by the way, dude. And he's just like, why don't you do more segments 
for Rebel News Plus. Like, what am I getting? And I was like, you know what, dude? And this is like a year ago or something. And I was like, you're right. I should do more exclusive segments. So the comedian David Lucas forced me to go half an hour extra. I think I have 15 minutes extra with um, Dave Rubin. And we talk about that, about the reaction to his surrogacy thing. We talk about Biden and a little bit more. Such a nice guy. Always treated me well. He was my first guest, and I told him we were going to be the guest every 68 episodes. So you can go watch that. The free version, I think, will be up as we speak, or maybe in a bit. So you can check that out there. And this is available on Spotify and Apple Music if you're listening. So I don't know if we've decided yet, Eric. We should probably do video version, but maybe hopefully it won't be taken down from YouTube. But we're doing a... I don't know if it's a reaction, a watch party, Eric, of making the band too, because Diddy makes us both laugh. It's nostalgia, baby. I think we've been talking about this for probably a year. And now we're kind of kind of the setup. No? I I don't think that long. But we're both just like kind of like 90, you know, like okay, that was early two thousands, but I think we're around the same age. So you know, it's just uh simpler times. Enjoy the simpler times with us, you know what I mean? So so I'll link you to the I wish. I had some. Oh, I ate so much food last night. I went to the keg. Do they have the keg in the states? Actually, uh, steakhouse is it, is like, restaurant. Oh no, there's a place called the keg. It's like a chicken restaurant, though. Oh, that's weird. Anyways, I went there. I had surf and turf, tiramisu, mm-hmm. everything. I had cheesecake the day before. Just signed back up for the gym because it's no longer locked down. So I'll be, you know, I'll be looking less fat soon. And, uh, I hope. Good life is a good life. No, Good Life I've banned because they were like begging people to write their um, political representatives during the lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, they were begging their customers to write to their members of parliament through the lockdown. Tell them we need to open the gyms. As soon as they announced a vaccine passport, Good Life ahead of time implemented it and just let it out through an email. They didn't do a press release. They didn't do an announcement. They just said via email, we're going to be implementing a vaccine passport weeks in advance. So I was like, to hell with them, never going back there. Um, I think Fit for Less owns them, which is shit. And the gym is kind of small. I don't know if it's going to be that I'm going to be there or not. It's really small. I might have to search out an LA Fitness. This is way off topic, Eric. This is your fault. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, sorry. sorry. So the point is Spotify and Apple are going to be reviewing the Making the Band show. It's going to be funny. It's not going to be live. We'll put it on the Unauthorized Opinion YouTube channel. And uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to go record one of those right now, the first two episodes. So we will see you all next week. We have a guest next week, um, a comedian who I saw on Kill Tony. He's an Asian guy with a mullet. Hilarious. Uh, a mulleted Asian guy from Virginia. He's hilarious. So I messaged him immediately to come on. And he's like, totally, bro. I don't I don't know if that's how he sounded. <laughs> that's his voice. All right, cool. But he did. He, it was funny. So look forward to that next week. And the week after that, we'll have, I think, Huey Media on. We'll try to get some more people on because uh, it's fun when we have people on. Any final thoughts, Eric? Buy my book. Buy his book. It's underneath the Pac-Man thing. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten you. Gotcha. Turn it up, Jordan.